0: Hey everyone, Anthony Fantano here, internet's busiest music nerd, and you are listening to a new episode of the Needle Drop Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, where we do weekly interviews with artists of all sorts, and content creators, and people who I think just are generally intriguing and cool. And who we have on the show today is a visual artist, uh, videos, sculptures, a variety of different things he's housed in the Brooklyn area currently from what I understand and he has created some of my most favorite music videos of the past several years he's worked with artists like portal and behemoth and Chelsea wolf liturgy as well I will link you guys to his website where you can watch some of his music videos as well uh, we are going to basically be interviewing him about these videos about the current state of of music videos and just uh, visual arts and all that. Welcome to the show, Mr. Zev Deans. Hey, dude. Thanks, man. No, thank you. Thanks for coming on and just, I don't know, kind of peeling back the curtain uh, from from over what you do.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, it's definitely my pleasure. I'm a big fan of yours as well.
0: Well, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know, the first thing I want to ask you, uh, I mean, I I think the first music video that you've ever done that really struck um, me by surprise and just really grabbed my attention was that music video that you did for a uh, curtain, which, uh, for, for that portal track, which was easily one of my favorite music videos of that year. Um, right. and it was just really, a a mix of different things. I mean, it kind of seemed like, uh, some old school sort of puppetry and set design was sort of involved in the process of making that video, but, uh, it seemed like there was, I don't know, but possibly a lot of digital editing and effects as well. But I mean, all of it seemed so grimy, I couldn't quite tell what was real and what was sort of analog and what was kind of the digital aspect to what you were doing. Because while it does seem to borrow, like, from a lot of, I guess, uh, the visual effects that you would see in, like, very, very old, like, horror movies, like, the type of horror films before. Uh, they even had an audio track. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it, it seems like you're borrowing from that era of visuals, but you've just translated it into the modern era so nicely that it kind of keeps and maintains its sort of old school flavor.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean that was the goal. That was definitely the goal. And that's a big. That's a big reference point for the band as well. They seem to be. They're uh, huge fans of Lon Chaney and all of. Them. I mean, even the titles I used, I, I fashioned after some classics like Phantom uh, of the Opera and the original Dracula and things like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, would would you say those are, you know, your your kind of major reference points for these videos? I mean, do they run any deeper than that, would you say?
1: Um, for that one in particular, absolutely. Hmm. Obviously, some Brothers Quay going on there as well. Um, hmm. Just a lot of handmade stuff. And, and my favorite part about that, like you said, the mixing the modern and the old is... Uh, A lot of people thought it was stop motion. A lot of people uh, who would contact me and want to work with me would would assume that it was stop motion. And that means I totally succeeded in tricking stop motion and all that would have taken three years instead of one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it didn't strike me as that at all when I first saw it because it just seemed too fluid. Um, Yeah. uh, Especially the whole part where uh, in that particular music video where you're kind of going down the throat of the worm. Yeah. Uh, which which was really uh nightmarish. Uh, can, can you can you go into uh maybe how you how you went about doing that? Because I mean that's that's one of the freakiest things I mean I think I've not just seen in a music video. I mean if that sort of thing just showed up in a regular movie, um it's it seemed a little uh it seemed Tim Burton ish, but maybe a little too edgy for, for to end up in a Tim Burton uh project.
1: Thank you for that second. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that obviously as a child, you know, I was privy to some of his work when it was worth anything Yeah,
0: um, and then you know
1: adep- Yeah,
0: yes. <laughs> yes Yes, yes, yes um, th- There's just so much uh, I don't know I mean uh, I'm, I'm just sort of talking about the thing and, and guessing at it and you're sort of you know confirming how I feel about it I mean uh, can you tell me maybe what was one of the hardest things to execute about this music video? Like, you know, give us a little details to sort of what exactly kind of, you know, went into one particular aspect of it, which was really time consuming.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the whole thing took about a year. Um, mm-hmm. it was, the, it was, it was my first, first time I really forced myself to take a chance and, and do everything I wanted to do for a video. I think a lot of the times I would approach artists with these grandiose, massive ideas Starting out, and I didn't really have a good realistic sense of how to deal with a budget or anything like that. So um, that was kind of the first time I forced myself to do everything I wanted to do from start to finish, and it took took a very long time. It took a lot of V-shooting and of course, the building the miniatures and figuring my way around some of the visual tricks. Because you're right, there's a lot of digital stuff tucked in there to make things work, but there's a, most of it is is handmade. And a lot of the things that move, the moving parts and all those, that's all real as well. So there were a lot of instances where I had to rebuild entire structures after realizing something wasn't going to work. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm not very technically proficient. I'm, I'm come from an art background where things don't need to move mm-hmm. or function. They just need to look good on the surface. So figuring out how to make that stuff work and also figuring out how to shoot it properly um, was a pain in the ass in general as far as any particular instance when um it became too difficult i think i was having too much fun to feel to ever feel frustrated uh, <laughs> in a in a in a in the kind of sense where it, it felt like it you know it's just isn't going to work um,
0: well you know when, so, you, yeah, when you're I, working so, on what you love you know
1: yeah yeah but the whole thing was a huge pain.
0: for <laughs> so, the so so i mean um Hmm. So, so you, considering how long you worked on the music video, you definitely were doing it even before the album was released, right?
1: Um, yeah, no, I, I think, uh, I didn't approach them until the album came out. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I had, I had been a fan of theirs for a long time. No, it,
0: it, it felt like the music video came out not too long after the record, but maybe I'm just...
1: It, it came out nine months after, I think.
0: Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh,
1: yeah, so, like, the album came out in early February, and then... Uh, I remember it all this well just because it was, yeah, like, it was at least my, nine months, I think. I think it uh, came out in February and we released it on uh, Halloween
0: hmm. and so yeah. So so how exactly, alright, so, so so, referencing something kind of direct that happens in the music video, what are sort of the mechanics of kind of the stage that you had sort of built together and how it kind of rised up and sort of appeared? as kind of this worm form and the teeth kind of came in and, and it just kind of seems like so many moving parts uh, that yeah, all need yeah. to like fluidly you know sort of come together in order for it all to make sense.
1: You're seeing well you're seeing varying scales of miniature there. You're seeing hmm. the, the stage itself which is we see in the majority of the like maybe the first two thirds of the video which is like uh, that's, that's maybe like I'd say that from what you see on screen it's about three to four feet high, five to six wide. The the stage structure that becomes a head, Hmm. um, that's how big that is. And then, um, you know, so it's got, so there's a certain scale of teeth and curtains and the room that all fit within that. And then when we see like a full shot of the creature, it's like, it's actually like the size of a puppet, basically. Hmm. So um, there's two different scales we're working in basically. So like, I would have to recreate the scene again later smaller to create the illusion that the whole thing is actually rising up and has it's just head of a larger body
0: all right okay and 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 sort of uh in the midst of all these sets and these kind of hand designed you know uh pieces that are going into this project i mean what exactly are the very subtle digital elements that that are tucked in there that are kind of hard to you know, pick up on sort of like at one point where we're seeing this like, you know, large widescreen picture of the stage itself with all these kind of white figures there. I mean, is there a white figure there for each spire? I mean, is all that kind of edited in there or
1: that was, um, that was three, that was four. Yeah. Four people, including myself with uh, hot glue guns, uh-huh. uh, making tiny, tiny little ghost people for, for <laughs> two days i think maybe it was one day but it, it felt like a long time because uh, one of my friends talks a lot and wouldn't shut up so so it felt like much longer than than it would thing you see there like the things that are digital are like okay so the main character is an actor in front of a green screen my friend bradley bailey is incredibly talented and uh Basically, you know, I'd have him film, I'd film him with a news, I'd film him on a couch, I'd film him, so we actually had him suspended at one point. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I worked with a friend who has like a rigging set up in their studio for that. So mainly what, like the, the primary digital effects are just comping the actor into these scenes to make him seem, like make it seem like the stage is, is life-size. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the real trickery there. Um, most everything else is real. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like the the film, like the film grain is is sixteen millimeter film that was then turned into a transparency.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, digitally. Of course, yeah. But yeah. So 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 that's what kind of gives it that old school feel, sort of shooting on that older medium and then transferring it over.
1: um Yeah. Well, that was no, no, no. Actually, um, shot on shot on like shot using a modern, relatively modern, based on what I could have afforded at the mm-hmm. time. Uh, digital camera and then and then i then i used 16 millimeter footage that was from like the beginning of a reel and then and looped that put it over it but yeah maybe i should maybe i should have told you that's what i did because that sounds way cooler doesn't
0: that well i mean before we started the interview you you said that it would take another question or two to get the truth out of you so that's (laughs) that's 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 with what you said so you know you're you're not lying you're you're telling the truth
1: um
0: uh, so, so moving on to this uh, Chelsea Wolf video that you did for the song mirror, which uh, was off of uh, "Apocalypse," uh, I, b- I believe Um And uh, I I think one of the most interesting things about this video is just kind of those scenes where you kind of have Chelsea in kind of this grayish-greenish room with all the, you know, sort of tree candelabras. And uh, uh, it's sort of interesting how you kind of got this feel going where she's sort of moving independently of the background sometimes. And I like how sort of the way that you've uh, uh, sort of... uh, Starkly contrasted her skin with her clothes and her hair and she looks so black and white It's almost as if she's sort of like this, you know th- This black and white figure from an older horror movie just kind of placed into this background that you've created
1: That's a great way to put That way, but that's marvelous.
0: <clears throat>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep going
0: well, um, um uh, another kind of interesting thing about the video is sort of um, Uh, The way you kind of threw those uh, little old school waves in there, like uh, sort of what was the what was the inspiration behind that? I mean, you know, Mm. talking to somebody like Chelsea Wolfe and kind of having her in the video, is there more difficulty when you're trying to, um, I guess, kind of. Do a music video where you're sort of trying to spotlight a personality as opposed to what you're doing with the portal where you kind of had like a a really odd storyline there that you could kind of work with and sort of, you know, do your own thing. Whereas with with a music video like this, it seems like you've got to be more focused on kind of giving the artist sort of an aura or kind of using your video to paint a portrait of the artist and kind of yeah. yeah, communicate to the audience like what they're all about.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's to, it's just different every time. Um, mm. If you look at the work, each each project. I mean, there's there's similarities, but ultimately, I try to be as delicately catered to the artist I'm working with as possible. And with her, she's she's very shy, but she's also very graceful. Mm. Um, and so it's a matter of like having enough going on outside of, because she doesn't want it to just be all about her. You know, she's she's got a huge. Huge interest in film. She's a big Bergman family. Both are, and there was a there was a lot going on there. But I also made sure that we got enough of her in the video because she's captivating. She's got a lot of
0: power. So, so are do you kind of have an idea in your head previously as to how you want to showcase a particular artist? I mean, I, I think uh, in a really odd way, in a way that I can't even really under uh, explain. So, I think I'll need you to do it. Uh, I can't even really begin to describe as to how you sort of. Uh, pictured liturgy in the way that you did on the song returner um you know the 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 visuals with kind of the old architecture as well as kind of this weird angular mirrored look to almost all the shots that that goes throughout the whole music video um kind of a perfect way to paint a picture of the band i mean is this kind of uh what their music was inspiring you to do
1: um, it, we were going to so so with them. I initially approached them with um, another big, grandiose, miniature-based idea um, that was very different than the portal one, but it was uh, equally involved. And they were really excited about it. And then the label, the label, thought it would be important to actually do a video first, where we where we showed them, hmm. um, where we because that I think that's you know that's one of the big <laughs> talking points about them is who they are what they look like despite people just listening to the music and enjoying it for that and so i had to quickly come up with something and that was the song that uh we all agreed on would work as a as sort of a first single because it was understood it was going to do two and then it just sort of happened organically based on the lyrics i think and and this sort of um playing with with the artwork from the album as well um this sort of yeah, the you know the right side up, upside down crosses, mm. and all this sort of references to reflection in the lyrics, and this even the nature of the name of the song, "Returner." It's like, just facing each other. You know, it's like um, there's just this kind of sentiment of inversion mm. um, with the whole thing. So that, that just kind of sprang from that very quickly. It was all done very quickly and, and it wrapped very quickly as well. And then we started working on the next thing. And then Greg left the band and, and we all just, it all just sort of took a break.
0: Um, yeah. All right. Um, uh, th- that's, uh, I, there are other music videos here I just want to ask you about before, uh, before we go, but what you just were saying there just kind of makes me want to ask you uh, just about your dealings with bands and labels and kind of the the, the current state of, of music videos and kind of what it means to be a creator kind of in this medium, uh, have, have you had, you envisioned yourself kind of going down this road a long time ago Has music videos ever or always been a point of inspiration for you, or are you just, you know, this visual artist here, uh, who just kind of saw a bit of a calling or a place where you'd sort of be able to fit in and create some art that you were really proud of.
1: Right. I mean, bas- basically, I was, you know, I've always been an artist, but, and I've also always had music as a heavy influence, um, but I think I, I worship film more than anything, mm. and uh, I didn't expect to start doing music videos, I was just, I was making eye patches or something at, at this, in this one point, and I started talking <laughs> yeah. to Geneva Jacuzzi about, like, oh, like, you know, she was interested in one, and then she just sort of, it just sort of happened organically that I ended up doing a video for her. I mm. uh, flew out to LA, stayed stayed with her and Ariel Pink for a little while, which was very strange, and um, just all of a sudden I was a music video director, and yeah. I loved it because every single medium that I love to do all coalesce into this one thing. Sure. Um, and and which then just sort of reminded me of this film itself, and that's definitely going to happen now um, in the far to relatively. Nearby future, but um, I love music videos. I was raised on them. We all were. Our generation had MTV, and I think um, I think that it's just a perfect excuse to combine the two things I love more than anything. Um, so I'm ne- never never going to get tired of it. But I might also start doing film as soon as I can. Um, yeah, yeah. So definitely, it's, it feels like a stepping stone that I won't ever hopefully stop doing
0: continue doing it but um yeah well what's kind of interesting to me is uh, sort of looking back at that um i guess geneva jacuzzi uh, music video i mean it sticks out to me more than any of the other ones because it, it just kind of seems to me um ever since then you've you've very quickly gravitated to a lot of groups that uh play a lot of metal music and a lot of music that's just generally very dark and i think from the chelsea wolf video to the portal video to the behemoth video to uh this new video with ghost you've you've drawn up a very um i guess recognizable style in in just like a handful of 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 these music videos since you've been doing them
1: yeah yeah one one uh you know if the band sees something and they um they see that you've done it with a certain band they like, then all of a sudden you, you're the metal music video director. And I don't mind that at all, because I've, you know, metal's been a huge part of my life. Um, but yeah, my, musical, my actual interests in music are much more broad than that, um, as you may or may not see in the near future. Hmm. But, um, but I, I, you know, I love metal I think I think the Portal video had such a huge impact compared to this, the work I had done before. That, um, that just sort of came to define me um, when people are looking for these things. And so I think um, a lot of labels, when they're, when they're looking for like the right package, they, they've lately been going for, uh, it's a big new Bilec for album art and me for music videos. Mm. And that's sort of a niche I just sort of fell into, um, which I certainly don't mind at all. But yeah, um, Geneva was the first one. And definitely still love her music and things like that as well so it'll be interesting to see what happens as i uh, branch out a little more
0: uh do you have any sort of music video projects coming down the pipe that you could tease toward uh right now or is that pretty much under wraps
1: um i that's a good question i wish i knew that um i wish i knew whether i was allowed to say anything about them um i will say that uh i am about to start working on something with with an act that I've worked with before mm-hmm. and, um, and then there's another one that uh, is a little outside of the heavy spectrum that um, that I'm about to work for as well. Okay uh,
0: Any, yeah. anything uh, super duper duper close to finished or just like already in the can and about to be released at some point this year?
1: Uh, yes, there is. Um, there's something that um, and it's the labels just figuring out um, their release plan. Hmm. but uh, this thing was finished in the in the winter and it's for uh, a musician that i dearly love who was prominent in the uh, 80s hmm. uh, and it, this is sort of part of a comeback package but um he uh, has a lot to do with egypt and that's all I'm allowed to say okay
0: about- okay everybody at home can figure it out from there yeah. um <laughs> uh, moving on from from that uh, sort of you know knowing that 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 labels want to get these music videos done uh while it does seem that there's a very strong artistic element to what you're doing and that you know in the case of uh, a video like curtain it seems like an incredible amount of artistic freedom in what you're doing um i guess what can't also kind of be forgotten in the midst of what you're doing is that um it's it's also kind of promotional in a sense too um
1: yeah i mean you're making a stylized commercial from one angle if you look at it one way
0: oh yeah absolutely so i mean i i guess uh you know is 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 that the kind of thing that i guess uh i don't know i remember when music videos were first getting popular there were a lot of older artists guys like frank zappa for example who who you know thought it was uh you know, the end of whatever. I mean, people have decreed the end of everything at one point or another. Um, Showed and uh, sure, absolutely. Uh, I, I, guess, uh, you know, do, do you think the, 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 videos can sometimes be a distraction from the music or do they pull people deeper into the, the world of the band and kind of give them a, a visual component to kind of latch onto? It, uh,
1: it absolutely depends on the director there. I mean, mm. some people, I see a lot of music videos. You, you can tell when when, um, when a director cares about the artist or not. Uh, mm. You can tell when uh, a director just wants to tell their story, and irregardless of who they're working with, and they, they've had a treatment sitting around, and then their agent connected them with the band, and they just did that. Um, and then you can tell when, when a director cares, or at least has the uh, ability to ascribe themselves to what it is they're doing, and... and Take into consideration the artist's image and actually create an immersive experience that gets you closer to the artist or shows you a new side of an artist (laughs) Um, then then there are bands that i really love like what that that it's 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 a very integral and important piece of a larger puzzle that paints a much broader picture than just a band like like an actual artistic world that People haven't seen it. I mean, Devo had the entire stage presence and music video work. And, and they, I think they did a lot of it themselves, actually, or were heavily involved in it. And um, I really respect that because they're taking music to a theatrical level in a way that gets people excited uh, and have a lot more to sink their teeth into, basically. So, yeah, it all depends on who makes it, what their intention is, and if they're really a good director and care about the material they're working with.
0: Yeah, it's 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 just really interesting because it just kind of seems like um, (laughs) the deeper we get into the into the Internet age, it seems like the more forms of art musicians need to be dabbling in in order to kind of stay relevant and I guess kind of keep people enamored with their aura or their style. Uh, you know, it's it's rare that, you know, you see famous directors, uh, oh, in order to, you know, continue being a famous director or have a successful career, I need to get into music, you know, but instead, you know, you have uh, musicians that need to be featured in music videos, they need to be working with stylists, uh, you know, and uh, uh, sort of keeping a uh, on top of what's the newest and latest thing in fashion. Um, yeah, I've mean,
1: telling portal to get a Twitter, you know, they really should uh, start doing that. And that um, too. Absolutely. No, no. I mean, yeah, that's the thing you have to be, you have to have somebody run your Facebook, run your Twitter, run. I think you're going to be a viable pop commodity, but, but then you know, not necessarily working in that world. Um, and don't, don't, uh, aren't as familiar with it as, as maybe, uh, Someone like Mark Romanek is who just did a Taylor Swift video. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, with with that, what is that for the Bad Blood video or something else?
1: Um, I think he did one. It was like a dance routine. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of gray background stuff. It was like, here's the artist being simple, like just just being who they are. But you know, it still costs three hundred thousand dollars and looks good.
0: <laughs> right. um, is there anything? sort of at that mainstream level right now that um uh music video wise has really caught your attention to sort of or, or is sort of inspiring you in in any kind of way um because while i i think uh you you seem very well rounded but then again you have this really sort of uh defined style to your videos so far that seems like you know you're not really pulling it from anything too new or anything right. you know too far right. outside of like your very hardcore and passionate interests uh it you know it seems to me that you wouldn't necessarily need to be paying attention to the taylor swift music video beat in order to be doing what you're doing
1: <laughs> we might have just killed my career with one question there, um by, by me revealing i know Taylor swift even is but um <laughs> yeah i mean i think i mean diane what i mentioned earlier i am a big fan of videos i'm a big yeah. fan of you know, I think, I think they're brilliant. And I also just the fact that they sort of donned these, um, alter egos because they had some other band before that. Yeah. Right. And they were like kind of normal, kind of normal people before. So, I mean, but, um, as far as like big pop stuff, I mean, I mean, I was raised on Michael Jackson and Madonna, mm. you know, and, uh, I think, uh, I'm also really into sort of like the politics of, uh, Socialization and how uh, how pop culture is used to um, bring forward various um, political ideas or or social movements, mm. um, sometimes nefariously, sometimes genuinely. And I think I, I do keep tabs on a lot of the uh, a lot of the new stuff to a degree, but not not so much where I can name name certain specific things. Like just sort of try to get a general swath of the trends that are happening. But, well, um... I,
0: I think, uh, well, you, you just kind of mentioned uh, Diane Word there, uh, and, and I love their music videos as well. But, but to me, kind of a, a bit of an issue there is that, and, and, they're, and they're not alone in this. I'm not trying to single them out, but you did mention them. Um, you know, I, to me, they're definitely an example of a group whose visuals and whose music videos are just way more elaborate and interesting than just the music by itself. A lot of the time and again they're not alone in that there are yeah. a lot of artists who i think kind of share that um uh that possibility sometimes i think the music video while, while it can be amazing sometimes it's kind of a bit of a crutch you know um may, maybe the uh another example would be um uh the band okay go you know i mean yeah, all the
1: exactly. all the yeah yeah i can't remember the last listen to it that I with song yeah um for example So yeah, exactly. It can be, but uh, it's certainly enjoyable. Um, I'm I'm sorry, I don't know if I let you finish or not.
0: Oh no, I guess uh, I I guess my question or my point is, um, uh, you know, a music video to you is, uh, I guess, is it disheartening when you kind of see a music video sort of you know surpassing the quality of the music so greatly? I guess. Hello? Hey, I'm here. Can you hear me?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, did you hear my question? Or did I break no, up? No,
1: no, I think it got cut off.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I was I was going to say, do you find it disheartening at all sometimes when you see a music video, like the quality of it surpass the quality of the music itself uh, so greatly, so obviously?
1: <laughs> um, we might be seeing some of that happen for me in the future. But, but yeah, I mean, I definitely... Uh, I definitely can't think of anything besides something like Diane Ward where that happened, um, mm-hmm. cause, but I also haven't been watching enough, enough pop videos.
0: Well, I, th- um, I think what's interesting is that um, music video directors like you, and, and not to say this has any, you know, the, you guys are certainly not to blame. You're sort of in the midst of a music industry that you didn't create. Uh, but what I think is sort of um, sort of interesting is that uh, w- when the music sometimes is maybe mediocre or maybe a little middle of the road, uh, sometimes it ends up being you guys that sort of save the day when someone comes through with an amazing music video or an amazing music video concept that actually makes you know the song go viral on a on a platform like YouTube. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of the time, I mean. You know, there are a lot of bands that I love and I think are fantastic, but the thing is these days, if they don't have a music video sort of backing up one of their, at least one or two of their singles, like, their record is essentially kind of dead in the water.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a visual culture. I mean, especially this new generation that, I mean, we're talking about kids who are, their, their primary modes of communication are, like, one-sentence one sentence tweets or, like, maybe three, five-second vines, and... And they they have they deal in the immediate, and music videos are far more immediately consumable than say going out of your way to read a review of an album and then and then listening to it and maybe listening to a you know a single or two. I mean, that's really the way you reach people. Um, image is a is a huge factor, and when, if I'm talking to a good band or, or like we we're, we're in talks about maybe working together and then they get back to me and tell me their label, oh, well, they don't want to do a music video this time around. They want to put it all in PR or, or YouTube ads or, you know, anything like that. I'm, I think to myself, well, you know, that's a, that's a waste of money if you don't have something to show, because that's, you're right, that's how people grab onto something that they might not have heard of before, oftentimes,
0: even without MTV. So as of right now, is there a, you know, any sort of uh... Uh, genre or artist or i guess you know music video style you don't see yourself taking to very well i mean if you had to uh i don't know sort of come through with a music video that was sort of purely promotional or uh or if you had to do a music video i don't know what if you had to do a rap video or something you know would you feel sort of you know out of your uh, uh element in those contexts
1: that's a great yeah i don't know i think um i think one of the things i love doing more than anything is uh Wrapping my head around something I've never done. So um, the boring answer is no. (laughs) Um, I definitely, I would probably have some, I mean, if I was given like a, we mentioned Taylor Swift earlier, I mean, that would be insane. As long as they let me do whatever I want, which they wouldn't, um, I could have a, a lot of fun with that.
0: The pipe dream is to do a Taylor Swift video where you're just allowed to do anything that you want.
1: Yes, yes. And,
0: uh, and and just sort of off the off the top of your head, because I'm I'm pretty sure some of Taylor Swift's PR people they listen to this podcast. Um, what what is the concept that you would instantaneously go into if if somebody uh, handed you that dream project?
1: I would probably get heavily into the whole like pop star mind control thread. You know, that's mm. there's like a lot of uh, internet conspiracy theories around this stuff. But uh, oh wow! And uh, I think I think to have fun with a lot of that sort of illuminati symbolism and um like uh monarch project sex slave type stuff would be would be a blast
0: Mm. so taylor swift would essentially be mind controlling her fans
1: yeah essentially she'd you know she'd be like disseminating some new political platform or um like maybe wearing certain colors that signify a certain political party or you know i mean any there's any any number of ways you can slip things like that into because I, you know, I love reading those 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 insane internet like um, some dark room in Wichita where some guy's breaking down like the Illuminati symbolism, like a Donna video, or you know, just just putting those Easter eggs everywhere. Um, Ninja would be a real blast.
0: Well, that's really interesting. I was just doing an interview with uh, somebody who is a producer, a songwriter. Uh, goes by the name of Clarence Clarity. He has a new record that came out earlier this year, No Now. And um, it's a very digital sort of internet era sort of record and a big point of inspiration for him, he says, was kind of the overwhelming uh, feeling that you get kind of in the information age. And, uh, you know, he said he says one of his favorite hobbies on the Internet is to, uh, you know, look into uh, Internet sort of Illuminati conspiracy theories. Yeah. So uh, it, it's interesting that that's kind of a, <laughs> a, a bit <laughs> of a point fan. of interest for you as well.
1: Big, big fan. Um, I, have, I have a lot of um, literature, other occult and um, occult relation to uh, power. And, and I think um, getting into that stuff in a modern context, those sites are insane and they just go on forever and ever. And there's, there, I mean, there's better movie plots in, on those websites than anyone's writing in Hollywood. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, being from Connecticut myself, I've seen lots of theories about um, Sandy Hook being a hoax. Yeah, which uh, is 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 pretty, uh, pretty crazy. I mean, one one video in particular, where uh, uh, the guy went as far as to look at helicopter video of the parking lot, where uh, police had been parked and so on and so forth, you know, the the parking lot that was regularly used during the school day by teachers and faculty, um, and pointed out that in the parking lot itself, uh, uh, that there were no oil stains in any of the parking spaces. (laughs) So that must be because the whole parking lot in school was built just to stage this event.
1: Oh, the whole thing was a set, right?
0: The whole thing was a set. Yeah, I, I love that. Which, again, does not explain everybody in the town sort of not, you know, sort of uh, seeing this school just kind of being there unused for years and years and years and years. And nobody, uh, nobody coming forward to say that, but whatever.
1: Yeah, they're all in on it, too. I
0: think. Uh, obviously.
1: <laughs> it's, all, all, it's all paid for. and It's just a, it's just a way to get Cheetos new... Uh, new flavor off the ground probably mm, would yeah. that
0: be the uh the the eventual twist to the end of the taylor swift music video it would all just be one kind of big cheetos commercial
1: yeah yeah you know which i think uh which i mean they, they could use some some new pr i haven't heard much from them recently so but,
0: you know subway could really use some new pr so it's i you, you'd rush. really be, you'd really be <laughs> doing them a favor if you did something if you did some kind of work for them you know
1: they, they, they've got they've got it covered, man. Their their slogan, "Eat Fresh," couldn't have couldn't have been more apropos when shit hit the fan there.
0: You know, do do them a favor, throw them a bone in the next I don't know what music video for whatever death metal band you're working with. You know, just throw in a Subway logo in there for a split second, just to, you know, just sort of flash it and sort of bury it into the back of the minds of everybody.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, just just the you know big before pictures of the singer. Um at like three hundred and fifty pounds. Uh, yeah, I know I I actually have slipped a number of uh one or two frame things into my work. Um mm-hmm. try to do um and it's imperceptible, but it's there.
0: So uh uh <laughs> Okay, so you know, these music <laughs> videos, the dark imagery, the Illuminati symbolism. Uh let's go into sort of what you were Uh, doing on the behemoth video and that ghost video uh, recently because um, sort of talking about that whole Illuminati thing I mean a lot of the themes that you did on both of those music videos direct especially the ghost video uh, directly pull from uh, the occult oh yeah um, you know, did you have to do a lot of research into that in order to sort of execute that into the video or to sort of, you know, uh, your, your, uh, your YouTube doctorate, uh, in those, uh, in those fields sort of just allowed you to, uh, uh, dabble in the way that you did.
1: Yeah. I mean, unfortunately it comes from a long, a long, uh, many,
0: many years
1: spent reading books like that, websites like that. I love that stuff. And, um, it's, it's part of, and certainly steering the, the direction, of the future of the films I want to make, but um, hopefully. But um, yeah, no, yeah, they were both—they're both very entrenched naturally, just because those symbols are so. Um, I'm so I'm very familiar with all of them, and have done a, a decent amount of reading on subjects related to that. So, so it comes naturally at this point, I guess. Um, the ghost—the ghost video was kind of a. Pretty, pretty obvious combination of like, sort of like the um, the conflict between uh, like the Ayn Rand sort of fountainhead mentality, and the uh, and the sort of like working class proletariat attitudes you would see in films like Metropolis, hmm. uh, and and the rest was kind of you know, there was a lot of Masonic stuff in there, um, that was a combination of the the, the members of Ghosts' interest and in my own. Um, to sort of add all these elements to it, but it comes naturally for sure at this point.
0: Did you get an opportunity to work really closely with the band and doing that video?
1: No, um, yeah, I mean they they stayed in Sweden and um, we we did a lot of emailing back and forth initially. They 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 had some vague ideas about they um, they wanted an origin story for mm. for for the, for the main character. Okay, for the new incarnation and. We just kind of bounced back and forth until we had a sort of loose narrative, and then I and then I made it concrete. So yeah, I mean, it was kind of it was a collaborative effort in coming up with the idea, and then um, for execution, I think you know I I never met them. Um, I'm going to meet them Sunday actually, and um, we we had a film crew. Levette, great job, um, film Papa in Sweden.
0: Okay. So, uh, uh, I mean, there's obviously that conceptual element to the video. There's that element to the video where you do sort of, you know, see those elements that are obviously directly tied to ghost and were shot by that crew that was hired. Um, but there's, there's also a lot of clips from the video that seem like they're from other places. Yeah. Um, Uh, I don't know, weird, occult instructional videos. They kind of look like, (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, uh, we've got a couple things in there of note. Um, the Masonic ritual stuff is from a film called Forces of...
0: Called Forces, called forces of what?
1: Forces of cult with an S at the end of both words. Okay. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, and it's 1943. Um, and it's a, you know, it was around, the, you know, the Nazis had begun occupying France. And so you have this film that's essentially condemning... Both the, Nazi, the both the Masons and the Jews, as a sort of collaborative effort to control financial financial structure.
0: So this was and like the, Nazi propaganda.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh. Um, but, but but the uh, the plus side is that it, it, it fleshed out from start to finish an entire um, Masonic initiation ritual. Uh, oh. So and you can see that in varying degrees on YouTube. Um, it's it's, it's fun to skip to those parts because the rest is kind of not that interesting. But um, the other one was, um, you see very little of this one. It's uh, uh, Silent, um, French, hardcore, pornographic, satanic film called Messe Noir, uh, which is a funny coincidence there, but um, that's also in there. And then we have Cecil B. DeMille's Madame Satan, which is a great deco film, 1930. And that's like, um, you know, that's, that's a very, um, very stylized with some great dance numbers in it that essentially <laughs> feature a, uh, a big big uh, soiree masquerade on a zeppelin which goes mm-hmm. horribly long
0: the, um, the choreography is killer
1: yeah oh yeah quite, quite good
0: well that, that's kind of another element of what you do where the old and the new come together i mean you know you you do have uh this original storyline coming through but you've built it together uh through kind of samples in a way and kind of recontextualing, uh, recontextualizing something old, which is you know certainly something the uh, internet age loves to do.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, um, it, was, it, was a, it was a fun thing to do and it happened very organic. Um, sort of piecing together the puzzles from things I love to make something new. Um, and it was just kind of, it was also a necessity because they needed it done very quickly. Um, so there wasn't going to be much time to shoot something new, um, aside from just the, the band member himself. So yeah, it was out of necessity, but it, but I was very happy with the result.
0: All right, man. I want to thank you for coming on the show and just kind of, again, giving us your opinion on sort of music videos in general and just, uh, letting us in on some of these projects and what you did with them and some of the concepts on them and, uh, you know, just, just all the information you brought to the table.
1: Thanks so much for having me, man. Uh, if anyone's interested, just uh, check out panoramaprogramming gmail.com and, uh, I'll get back to you. We love, uh, anything that we haven't done before, generally speaking. But, uh, Anthony, thanks so much for having me, man. Uh, I love what you do. Keep it up.
0: Hit me up next time you drop a video, man. I will Mm -hmm.